On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kidder and I are back here at the mics, and we got a great show for you this week. I don't know if it's in a great show. We've both been going through some troubles, and uh, I mean, listen, our troubles and our suffering is entertainment for you, so we hope you enjoy that. We're going to talk a little wrestling. We're going to talk a little bit about Mortal Kombat 1, because I'm interested in that. I got a snack food that you just should not try, and uh, Kidder and I dive into the nostalgia well to talk about a game we used to play in high school. Get ready for a great episode. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork golf prophecies. Enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, a podcast hosted by a farm simulator enthusiast and one of the only three honest men in Medora. I'm your host, the ever-living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How you doing tonight? Jayco, it's another show, bro. So let's go. <clears throat> I was going to see if you continued the rhyming scheme, but uh, clearly not. Went off on my own tangent, <laughs> which is usually what happens when farm sims end up coming into play or question. I go from the farm field to the mowing simulator to the construction simulator. To the job simulator. <laughs> Back and forth, over and under. Man, no but, wonder you're always tired. You're like working like six jobs, man. Uh, yeah. That's Are you getting life. paid like you're working six jobs, though? That That's the no, real question. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm lucky these lights are on, let's be honest. Well, I was going to say, you seem a bit darker than normal. I, I you know, I... Well, there now that you like slid back, your camera adjusted, and, hmm. and hmm. Hmm. It, it's you know what it is, Kidder. It's your radiant what? personality. Ah, uh, it, yes. It's affecting the camera. It's it's like oh my gosh, this is so bright. We got to turn down the background, people. We don't want to blind the audience. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe <clears throat> I could go get a hat if we need one. Hey, I wasn't making that a bald joke. I was, I was, mm. yeah, I was talking about just your, show, just like your month natural charisma and glow. Not, you know, I was playing off the bald jokes, man. That's, uh, you know, I mean, don't you gotta calm down. My heart's like an open highway here. <laughs> oh, that reference will make sense to people when they see the behind the curtain. Will it? Uh, let's see if they remember it. Uh, you know. If they're like us, they'll either uh, you know skip to the end so they don't forget about it, or be they'll do a lot of drinking and forget about it. One of those two things. So, but Maybe I don't get something that we should do once you tell me how how you're doing. You oh, good? well, I I mean I'm here. It's uh, just drove in from Medora. Boy, are your wheels tired? Ah, they kind of are, man. It was a lot of rain, and you know, you'd, you'd hit these bits of bursts, and like people would be like, "Oh my gosh, it's raining! I'm going to slow down." It's like, why? You're fine. 
it will last like a quarter of a mile. What you what you should have done is uh, been listening to the called. Here comes the rain. Here comes the rain again. You know. Uh, you know, truthfully, I was having a hard time listening to anything. Uh, it, it, it's been a day, Kidder. It has uh, been a day kind of at the end of it's been a week. And uh, I, I haven't been in the best of moods. I'm actually kind of glad that, you know, the day's almost over. I'm sitting down, I'm chatting with you. Things are looking up. And uh, yeah, it, it's been a lot and we can get into a little bit more of that in a little bit Ooh, juicy details uh well not that juicy because can't share all the details but <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it but but kidder i'm thirsty mm-hmm. i think it's time we get to everybody's favorite segment the end of the show good night everybody <laughs> uh hmm. no no it, uh Little thing called um, "What's on Tap." Finally got a theme song. Only took hundred and thirty some <clears throat> uh, episodes for us to do that. Yeah. Well, let's not settle on that. I mean, it's kind of like a rough first draft. You know, you want to just put the pen to the paper, try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Call up Clinton Cannon again. And get another lost year back together. The back to get you know those sorts of things get some kind of a real riff heavy heavy you know i I mean i mean sure we'll get right on that we're gonna call out clinton again aren't we i mean i did already but (laughs) i i I mean it's one of those things you know sometimes people forget about us you know, then uh, we just have to do this. Also, it's a great way to see who's listening. You know, who's who's tuning in. I I will say, Kidder, uh, I uploaded the uh, podcast that came out tonight, this morning, and as you know, I always kind of look at our analytics uh, when that happens. We have yet to have any listens from South Korea. Just saying. Wow. Man, you know, I I thought, I really thought that an episode like eight, that my South Korean joke was very timely. But if nobody has seen it or heard it yet, uh, it's just not timely anymore. And I don't know how we can even make these. Well, I'm more disappointed that a particular, like almost the most frequent guest, actually he is the most frequent guest on the show, is now in South Korea. And has yet to download an episode. I'm a little hurt. I mean, but he, even though he's at the top of the list now by default, uh, he just shows up. I don't think he actually watches or listens to this show. Uh, he does. He does a little bit because he always wants to see like how we troll him in the editing. <laughs> Um, which I can, I don't know if you saw the thumbnail, uh, for this oh, yes. episode, but it's a good hat. I, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost really happy with the thumbnail. I realized something like, as I was loading it up to YouTube, I'm like, I missed something here. 
I missed the really obvious. I I I mean, I put you in a nice, nice yes. classy photo of you yes. in the suit. Thank but you, I missed Chris. the opportunity, Kidder. The the obvious thing was I should have got one of the photos of you cosplaying in the Star Trek uniform and put that in. That's that's what should have been. And at that point, I'm like, nope, I have to start work and I don't have time to re-edit mm. this thing. So Well, hey, I mean, there may be some time here. Well, but, upload. Well, I mean that that's a possibility, but my time is kind of now scarce. Your time is up. Can't see me. I'm a purple cow. I'm not gonna lie, and you already know this. That's what I thought the lyrics were for quite a while. In that, I don't know why he was referencing a purple cow, but you can't see me. My mm-hmm. time is now. Howard's time to drink is now and then he'll be seeing said purple cow yeah uh-huh that's almost as bad as what i used to thought uh you know the dirty deeds done dirt cheap for the longest time just with my hearing i always thought it was dirty deeds in the thunder chief thought it had to do with like native american you know oppression Boy, it was I hearing that's being oppressed. It's okay. Yeah, listen. I was about to open this and didn't even talk about it. Uh, Kidder, we're back to uh, beer in green cans as chosen by Howard's son, Howie Jr. Uh, This one's not quite a fully green can, but it's what was at the bottom. But uh, this was one of his picks. Uh, This is from the Oscar Blues Brewery. It is a moss mass. Mass Lula, a mass Lima Cerveza. And apologies to all of our Spanish speaking uh, listeners. Are offended. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, please feel free to cancel me at any time. Anyway. No, don't, don't cancel. We need, we need your pesos and any other form of currency that you may have. Please. Streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. Please subscribe. Please tip. Please buy us a beer. Or Spanish for, lessons. <laughs> just for you. Yeah. Uh, this is a lager with lime and salt. It is 5% alcohol by volume. Uh, and that's really all I got on here. So uh, this was brewed and canned by the Oscar Blues Brewery. Uh, it and, and here you go, local geek. You can you can take your best guess on this because it's either out of Longmont, Colorado, Austin, Texas, or Brevard, Brevard. Anyway, uh, the most important part is it's North Carolina. I don't do it as well as Peter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just uh, get get a couple more of those in there and then start singing it up. Well, you'll you'll end up in North Carolina soon enough. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll I'll work on it um, sometime, maybe. Anyway, here comes the salt. Uh, definitely has a salty taste. Uh, not overly potent on the lime, but you know I've had a lot of these lime and salt beers. Uh, this one's not as bad. Um. Probably out of the lime and salt 
kind of selection. I like this the best so far. So it's got just enough of the salt taste, but it's not making it go. Ugh. Yeah, I'd probably rate this like a three point five. Slightly above average. Not something I'd want every night, but enjoyable. And uh, we'll see what I get to, up to in a, round two. It is also in a green can. I'm a little bit more worried about it. But Jenner, this is what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? That's um, what I'm trying to figure out. I think this one is going to be less uh, <clears throat> fruity, so... I'll go with this one first. Uh, this one and likely the second one will also be part of Local Geeks Beer Spy Network. So thank you to those who have smuggled beer across this fine country so we can check off all of the states in this grand country. So thanks. Mm -hmm. This is the Allagash Beach report. Breaking news. The beach it's conditions empty. are sunny and blue and golden sand. And no people. Makes you wonder yeah. what's wrong with that beach. There are umbrellas. Mm -hmm. There are no people. That's just for us to film our episode. And we all know that nobody wants to be there for it. So. Uh, it's a summer lager. It's a bright, refreshing, and balanced, unlike this show. 4.2% alcohol by volume in this thing. That is from Maine. With love. Ind independent brewers since 1995. And oh, it's the same thing over and over. Okay. Good surf, warm raise, chill beer. The Beach Report Summer Lager is a lager with crispiness to cut through the sun's rays, bright aromas to ramp up the refreshment, and a light snap of hoppiness to keep you coming back for more. Again, it is one pint, which is 16 fluid ounces. We're good together. Your support makes possible for us to donate 1% of our revenue and collaborate with local nonprofits to make our community a better place. I mean, 1%. I mean, maybe add a zero behind it. Just anyway, uh, it's brewed and canned again by Allagash Brewing Company, Portland, Maine. Not to be confused with Portland, Oregon. One of the armpits of the country. Uh, Ball Corporation Aluminum. Look at that. Right about there. Of course, Ball Corporation. Proud supporter, your Colorado Avalanche. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that's about enough of looking around there. Uh, also wanted to mention, because you referenced the, the uh, Silver Snakes shirt from legends of the hidden temple well it didn't get all over me but uh it got all over the floor and carpet 
I'm I'm sorry about your floor. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, the uh, sip there has a little bit uh, too many hops with it, so I'm gonna hop to it, get this uh, cleaned up. So, Howard, I'll uh, I'll try and stall. Um, trying to uh, trying to do a little math uh, for the audience uh, here and um, struggling. Struggling a little bit. Uh, we're looking for a can. I because Kidder talked about the one percent on his uh beer. Really, I just I just want to, and uh, and so I'm I'm trying to get the answer. It's going to tell me nope, no locations of the hundred miles. Damn it, Allagash Brewing Company. All I want to know is just how much does your your four pack cost? You know. Anyway, let's let's just do some math here. Uh, let's just say that it costs twenty four ninety nine for a four pack, uh, since those are the pounders. That comes out to six dollars twenty four cents uh, a beer. So if we go six twenty four uh, times point zero one, uh, so that means that for each beer sold, uh, the company is donating six cents is all. So yeah, one percent. Not a whole lot in that case uh, to to make anything worth any sort of profit. So there you go, little beer math. It's a little bit of an estimate because since I don't have a zip code that's within a hundred miles where they sell this beer, I can't give you an exact. So I'm uh, doing my best with that. Uh, for those who are still wondering, Kidder is still working on cleaning. Um, he's, he's getting out the old disinfectant wipes. He's going to disinfect his carpet. I don't know why you would disinfect carpet. That seems weird. Um, he's actually probably wiping down the counter or something. I'm just being silly at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's been, uh, been a week. I, I can say that much as I continue to stall and, um, oh, but what else? Uh, what else can we talk about? I'm uh, getting a lot of rain right now, which uh, makes things interesting. Um, glad I turned off my sprinkler system. I uh, just and needs to get blown out. So everybody, you should be making sure you do that. It's that time of year. Um, hmm. What else? I don't really even have like a good like interesting story my life has been kind of work and such this beer is still good though i'm enjoying it it's not as limey and after tasty as some of the others so um hmm. kid really knows this and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more uh when i am in medora and i don't go out all that often but one of the places i like to go out to is uh Little Missouri Saloon. Uh, I know the owner. He's a good guy, very friendly guy. Uh, one of those. Every time I run into him in Medora, he always says "Welcome home," uh, which I always appreciate. Feels good. Um, and uh, but what I what I've been surprised. I've been there a couple of times now since I've been back out in Medora, and to me, it's just always amazing is the amount of people who order the sunny d vodka seltzers like it's a thing like there are people drinking multiples of these and these were 
I, we had them on the show. I think they're terrible. I think Kidder thought they were terrible. Um, and, and it's just surprising that people are thinking that they're good. Uh, I said, Kidder just took a drink of his beer. He didn't make a big face about it, so I'm guessing it's okay. I'm sure he's going to knock some points off for the spillage. I, I'm, I'm going to guarantee he will knock some points off for the spillage. Because that means he's had to clean. And, uh, you know, it's Friday night. Nobody wants to be sitting and cleaning and, and all of that. He wants to be sitting here having a good time. You know, and that's that's part of why we do this show, to bring you a good time. And uh, you know what? Hey, we'll do some cheap plugs. That, that's a great thing. One of the ways you can support the show is you can buy us a beer. Hopefully not an angry one that spills all over Kidder's carpet. But that is something you can do, and it's a fun thing that uh, for us, because we get to shout you out on the show and even read your comment, because you can leave a comment on there. And to do that, you just go to beerbluesbs.com. Also, while you're there, we do have a merch store. In case you want some merch, we got some good merch. We got some weird merch, and uh, but a lot of it very tasteful uh, and great. And all of that money we do make on that, we put back into the show, so... Hey, if you've uh, if you've ever seen our early episodes, they were pretty rough. We continue to improve and get better, and that's all thanks to people who have supported the show that way. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, thank you. Please like, subscribe, share with friends. Uh, we're, we're always looking to bring more people into the Triple B family, and uh, you can find us on all of the oh audio podcasts from here to there. You just pick your favorite audio podcasting service. Search for Beer, Blues, and BS. You'll find us. You can take us on the road with you. Uh, let's see. What else do we normally do for cheap plugs? I think that's really it. I mean, we are on social media. You can find us on Facebook. We're on the Instagram. I still don't do Instagram. That's how it goes. So, uh, Kidder is still cleaning, which, uh, I mean, he's going to be in a mood after all of this. That's That's the truth of it. He will be in a mood because i dig kidder kidder likes to keep his abode neat and tidy you know and uh this is this is definitely going to cause cause some shenanigans with that so but how are, how are you guys doing how's how are you the, the audience how's your day going i know you're gonna be like howard how am i supposed to respond hey you can always leave us a comment that's that's fun love to see that um hmm, what else i have other stories and such that i would love to talk about but i, I don't want to miss kidder's reaction uh to them so that's why I'm, I'm trying to stall but not use all my good material that i thought of while i was driving uh home from medora <clears throat> so uh let's see what else what else can i stall with hmm. uh hey. I know Kidder won't care about this. Um, haven't had an opportunity to watch any more of the live action of One Piece. So I, I'm looking forward. I'm hoping that since I'm home, uh, clearly I can't do it tonight um, because I'm recording. So can't watch it tonight. But maybe tomorrow night, the wife and I will sit and watch the next episode. We're still really enjoying it. It's different from the anime, but good. It, it, they do a nice job with the cartooniness of it. And yet it's like, I'm willing to, to forgive the changes. It's, 
it's clearly playing to the medium that it's in. And I, I can accept that and I can approve of that. And that makes it enjoyable. Uh, I really do like the actor that they cast as Luffy and also the one they cast as Zoro. Those are excellent choices. And enough of me talking about that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. The one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How's the carpet? <clears throat> Moist. A little bit. Thankfully, I have one of those. Um, you know, let me bring the microphone in. <laughs> checking, checking. Um, <clears throat> thankfully, I have one of those. You know, carpet keeper plastic mats to uh, you know protect the the carpet. But um, unfortunately, it doesn't go all the way over here. So, yeah, yeah. So besides angry, how was the beer? Uh, I mean, let me actually try and take a, t a sip of it here. Hmm. So I wouldn't really give it refreshing. It's a, like I need more out of it. Mm. I don't know. I, I, if it didn't piss me off, I probably would have given it uh, like a solid 2.3. But whenever you ruin the set of the triple B, that's automatically minus five points. So... I, I'm laughing because while you weren't able to hear, I said you were going to knock at points because it exploded and spilt on your floor. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, if it makes you feel plus two for Howard. Yeah. Uh, plus, if it makes you feel any better, uh, we did some estimation math uh, for every can kidder that company donates six cents to charity. So. There you go. Well, at this rate, they're not going to be donating a lot of money to anybody. Yeah. So, well, I, uh, I'm sorry to hear about the, the carpet troubles there, Kidder. That's always a, a bummer. But it seems to be the territory that we're uh, in these days. Uh, for, for the audience... I just I wanted to throw this in, Kidder, and I wanted to do it early and, and apologize a little bit because we've missed a couple of weeks here and there kind of mm -hmm. over the past month of getting content out. Um, in fact, the episode that came out tonight, uh, we recorded the week that we missed the first episode ever being released. Like we missed it was our first week that we missed. Uh, and, and in there, I, I talked about why we missed. Uh, part of that was uh, I was working an incredibly exhausting schedule, trying to keep up with the podcast, still spend time with my family, and had basically worked myself sick um, and sleep-deprived. We then missed a week because I forgot my hard drive, which contains all of my files and such that I use for editing here in Bismarck. So there was no way to get it. 
we missed that another week. Uh, we we actually just missed last week. Uh, and that one was because I missed throwing a cable in my bag. And there's, there, I wasn't going to drive into Dickinson an hour, basically a half an hour in, half an hour back out to get it. And, and so I, I just want to say, you know, I do apologize to the audience. If you've come to expect us every week and we've kind of been letting you down, uh, if you don't know the whole situation of what's going on, I'm basically working two jobs at the moment. Uh, we lost, I lost a site supervisor at the beginning of August. So I live for four days a week out in Medora and I get to come home for three days and it's a lot of back and forth. And it's a lot of when I'm home, I try to be home and present with my family. I, the only time I really don't spend with my family is when I'm recording the triple B and, uh, the fact that I'm trying to do two very complicated jobs at the same time, I'm working a lot of, uh, 13, 14 hour days. Uh, I've worked a couple of 16 hour days, just trying to keep up and keep things moving. And, um, you, you know, and that's just makes it hard to, you know, after working 13 hours to so then sit and work a couple of hours editing the podcast. And it's, it, it has been a, a tough thing. Um, been trying my hardest to keep up but at the same time i'm i'm worried about my health uh for longtime listeners people who maybe go all the way back to like episode two as painful as that episode was to watch and i hate directing people there uh they all tend to know about uh the health condition i deal with and i have mentioned it at other times on the show for those who maybe don't know two years ago a lesion was found on well, not a legion a lesion was found uh in my spinal cord and i had a lot of kind of neurological neurological issues because of that and i still deal with on a fairly regular basis um a lot of pain in my right leg especially when tired or stressed and so if you can imagine for the last two months i've been in near constant pain through a lot of it and so not trying to make excuses, but just explain to you maybe why you don't see episodes show up. It's it's Howard kind of hitting a wall and trying to take care of himself <laughs> so that I can keep doing this. And and Kidder knows all about it, uh, such. But I just wanted to apologize because I've noticed us lose some subscribers as we've missed some weeks. And I just want to say for those who are still sticking around and checking this stuff out. I appreciate your your patience with that. Also, I'm sorry, local geek, if you didn't like the fact that I called you out when you called me out that we missed an episode. <laughs> he he made that comment. And I'm like, like he's like, I just want to let you know in case there's a problem. I'm like, I I know. I just want well, there's to joke, a problem. Just wanted to joke about it. Not enough know. time. <clears throat> and and that's just kind of the truth. And we we try to do this for fun, and it's not worth me worsening my health to, to get this show out. I, I'm trying, uh, but you might notice some things like the episode that launched this week uh, is the first episode that I don't have all of the little chapters, you know, and time codes because, because I didn't have the cable uh, to, when I originally edited it, I just had to kind of cut and piece things where I could. I wasn't going to sit and spend, you know, the two hours basically re-watching it to get time codes. I, I just, I have to do some stuff for my own sanity. And that's, that's that. But I wanted to give that explanation. If you've noticed that, 
Uh, the good news is, Kidder, and I can share this because by the time this is out, it's going to be old news. Uh, but for you, Kidder, just because, uh, and you're one of the few people who get to know this right at this point. Uh, but as of 1130 today, we hired a site supervisor for the Chateau de Mores. So uh, they are gearing up. They, 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 we offered them the position. They accepted it instantly. Uh, we now, uh, it's going to be take them about three weeks to get here and get installed. So I still have some time that I'm going to be spending out in Medora, but they, we're coming to a close on that. And that's a good thing because once I get that person installed, my my workload is going to get cut in half and hopefully then we can return to to being on time and such with everything so that's coming to a close hopefully very quickly so uh that's that's the good news of the day so cheers to that i was going to say that uh, maybe we need a countdown clock up here or something and then i was like nah i don't want to suggest that because that's more work. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you'd have to make that, that one. <laughs> yeah, I can make you one, but it's not going to be right. <laughs> probably, probably. So, but yeah, that that has been the the struggle of late, and I feel bad every time I miss the deadline. Um, but it also means that by the time people see this, it's going to be like a month and a half. Uh, after we've recorded this because we now have like a, the biggest buffer we have ever had. Uh, in, in fact, Kitter, I was trying to think on my drive home tonight, what it like, cause episode one twenty six came out. I'm trying to think what is episode one twenty seven? who was on it and which episode you're like, which recording do I need to edit next? So I don't know. I will, most likely tomorrow night uh, or Monday night when I sit down at the computer to, to download that content so that I can start editing, I'll have to look back and figure out by the dates of what was next because I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> so that's yeah, it's uh, a surprise for all of us. It, it really is. I, I, you know, poor, poor local geek because he is on one of the episodes coming up. But I'm sure he's like, what on earth is this episode airing? <laughs> so uh, soon, local geek. Soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Actually, by the time that you see this, it's already out and you've already seen it. And you probably already left a comment. And we appreciate that comment and all of that. So, but, uh, Kinder, I feel like I've been talking a lot um, <clears throat> with all this. How you doing? How's it going? <laughs> I mean, it smells like spilled beer. <laughs> so that's disappointing. It's very that, sad in the set of the triple P. I'm sorry for your loss. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, well, the beer's not hitting the spot either. Man, it's... uh. It's it's rough for you t tonight, Kidder. Um, maybe maybe I can cheer you up with something. 
Uh, going down the list of everybody who was fired from WWE. Well, that's not where I was going to go. I was going to go for some personal <laughs> suffering, but ah. sure, we could go for a little uh, Schadenfreude, a little you know enjoyment at the suffering of others. Uh, I I will say I've only seen a few people who were let go. I, I know you sent me some stories, and I looked at them, and I'm like, ah, yes, layoffs, and like I think a couple of them were listed in the. The headline of that but i didn't i haven't really had the time to go and look so kidder tell me who has been future endeavored <clears throat> well see the funny thing is that uh you know endeavor and wwe merged to come up with the full tko and this is the tony conning of everyone tko and uh, anyway so the first round <clears throat> here we go dana brooke quincy miller bryson montana mace monsoor shanky daba kato so there's seven and then it continued with Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Elias. And now I don't know if I should count Elias and Ezekiel. See what it is no. there? Uh, Emma, Mustafa Ali, Rick Boogs. Ooh. Aaliyah and Top Dalla. That uh, that is quite the list, and there are some people I'm a little surprised at because um, they were doing a whole big push for uh, Rick Boogs. At least the last time I watched WWE, which um, granted was a while ago. Mm. Uh, that's uh, but that's a list uh I, unfortunately for some of those people i don't know that we're going to get to see a lot of them elsewhere because some of them i just don't know are that great uh there could be a, a spot for somebody like Adolf ziegler to to go and do very well um maybe actually get the push he deserves but uh ooh. You know, AEW has a huge roster already, so I don't see them picking up a lot of people. I don't see Impact picking up a lot. It's going to be tough, and if they continue to lay off people, it, you know, I, there's only so many wrestling spots in the world, you know, so mm -hmm. I, I'm a little worried for some of these folks. So, Also, Riddick Moss, apparently, <clears throat> added oh. to that list. That is, uh, yeah, that's a list. So, and I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to hear more. I, I would almost bet money on it. And I'm not even a gambling man. And, and you know, kid, if this becomes a regular segment, then, you know, maybe this could become the, oh gosh, I hate this mm. joke, the DraftKings screwy layoff of the night. I can already see it like, and then, like, no. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, Matt Riddle. 
Oh, seriously? They let go of Matt Riddle? Yep. Ooh. He uh, announced he just tonight, just wanted to inform everyone, bro, that I'm not long, uh, no longer with WWE. Uh, he was uh, in, the, in WWE for five years. And Dolph Ziggler coming up on 20 years with the company. Shelton Benjamin, uh, uh, not uh, listed as to how many years he was with the company, but he was with the company for uh, quite some time. Uh, also, Daba Kato, gone. Uh, Eichemann Hero, Ulyssa Leon, Quincy Elliott, Bryson, I said Bryson Montana, Kevin Ventura Cortez, Daniel MacArthur, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow, and Abule Abi Fitzgerald, or Abadi, sorry. They are also no longer there. Uh, that is uh, on top of the more than 100 employees most of whom were off-camera WWE staff, laid off earlier this month as part of their budget cuts. Is a combination for uh, Endeavor and WWE merging to TKO. Yeah. On September 12th, a valuation of $21.4 billion, with a B, dollars. Endeavor controls 51% of TKO, while the WWE shareholders own 49% stake. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you kind of had to know layoffs were coming with this. That that always happens when companies merge. So, sorry for everybody who has been let go. That's a sucky thing to have happen. Um. I'm surprised at them letting go, Matt Riddle. I, I guess I don't know what he's been up to lately, but him and Randy Orton were way over as a tag team, and I think everybody was kind of waiting for them to have kind of the turn and the betrayal on that one. So we'll never get the payoff to that. And I don't know what they'll do with Randy when he comes back. Um, he was kind of in a good spot with that. So... We'll see if Randy does come back. I mean, he's been out now for quite a long time. So, well, here's the interesting thing with that. Randy Orton uh, reportedly was at the WWE Performance Center this week. Wow. I am really staying on top of all of this relevant news. Next, you're going to tell me like The Rock is back. You know, it's funny that you say that. Okay, I knew that one. That was my that was my new take on the did you hear about the sky bridge at UNB? What? what? What happened to it? Uh, apparently they took it down, you know. What? Yeah. That joke still isn't old, folks. <clears throat> Sorry. We'll get there eventually. Just give us like it. 10, 15 years. <laughs> Anyway, well, that's uh, 
all sad news. Any good news, Kidder, out of wrestling? Any anything of interest? Anything? What do you know about? Um, <clears throat> so, as part of uh, again talking about layoffs and whatnot, uh, some of the people from behind the scenes. Uh, there were people from the insights and analytics team, marketing, graphic design, and live event department, including the director of enterprise master data and governance, the executive vice president and head of marketing, the executive vice president of development and media, the vice president of international and platform strategy. And then we mentioned it last week, uh, right at the end, uh, Dana Warrior, the community outreach department. Gone. Okay, but I was asking for happy news, man. Uh, Anything? Anything? Rose is getting an OnlyFans? <laughs> I mean, it's apparently titillating. I don't know. Yeah, I said it with a straight face. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, you did. You you did. And uh, you know, that's uh, that that's something, man. That's a that's a real skill. Thank you. You yeah. can say that uh, I was made abreast of that right after it happened. Wow. Just bearing all these puns, laying them down with efficiency. It's really revealing, to be completely honest with you. And in a sheer stark contrast to uh, my own punnery. Well, let me let me uh, undress some more news for you. Uh, with the different brands being on different networks. What? Nothing. <laughs> I just, we've been making a lot of uh, interesting puns, Kidder. And then all of a sudden you were like, huh? And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just pausing for effect. Yeah. Mm. Just doing things. So SmackDown, as we know, is on Fox and Fox has not been terribly happy with the ratings because they paid some ungodly amount of money for things that are not the way that they're supposed to be. So apparently USA uh, has uh, agreed to with NBC Universal being the people on top here. Agreed to a five-year domestic media rights partnership that will bring SmackDown back to USA in October of 24. Additionally, at the end of the 24 into 25 season, WWE will produce four primetime specials per year. So at least mid 24, probably through 25 that will air on NBC, which will be the first time WWE will ever air on NBC in prime time. Hmm. When this happens next year, SmackDown will come exclusively. <clears throat> Sorry, phrasing uh, SmackDown will be exclusively 
on NBC Universal as one of TV's longest running episodic programs, regularly rating as the number one show in the 18 to 49 advertising demographic of Friday Night's End, featuring many superstars, some no longer being there and stripped from the company. So there's a whole press release uh, along with this and the five-year agreement. <clears throat> also, uh, there is discussion because in 24, there I get something in my, my eye here, uh, Raw and NXT are scheduled and contracted for USA through September of 24. So, potentially, number one, other networks, including main broadcasters, could be at the tip, at the very peak, of wanting Raw on Monday night. Maybe they want to get Raw on Monday night. We'll never know until September of 2024. Now, NXT is a bundle deal with Raw, apparently. So, you you get the next thing after you get Raw. They'll be on the same network. So, potentially, could be on USA still for another five years or whatever contract they make. It could potentially move online to streaming only on Peacock. Or maybe they'll shorten the name by then to just cock. Don't know. Then it could also be on one of the main broadcasters, such as just NBC, the Peacock Network. We're just really uncertain at this time because it's purely speculation. Mm. And hopefully we won't get the shaft and we'll still have access to watch this stuff for free. You know, when you were uh, reading through this, the the kind of um, <clears throat> press release type thing, I kind of wanted you to go featuring such superstars as Dolph Ziggler and uh, <laughs> Shelton Benjamin and uh, oh wait, um, Elias. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it did not have those people named. Would have been unfortunate timing. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. To some, it may have been a bit um, arousing to see that in, in the article, especially with what happened. This you know, we're going to get, you know, like a month from now when future Howard is editing this and remembers all of these puns and that he's got to put in that little rim shot sound effect for every single one. He's just going to I can tell you, he's just going to go, ah, balls. <laughs> kind of a dick move. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. So don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Yeah, something like that. I, I see you're still drinking yours. I finished uh, my brew. Well, even though like an eighth of it ended up not where I wanted it to be. It's it's not really um, flowing well, you know. I'm, it's not. It, it's a little heavy on the on the hoppiness for me, which it shouldn't be for a 
as they say, summer logger. There's no, <laughs> there's not enough log in it. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting too much of the PAs. Mm. But yeah. you need a second one. So, well, I, I was going to stall and talk about something oh. to give you time to, to oh. finish that. Unless you're going to tell me it's going to take like, you know, 30, 40 minutes, then I might crack into this thing. But I mean, the way your week's been going. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even got to some of the interesting things. Um, fine. Ladies and gentlemen, in a first and rare occurrence, it is What's on Tap Round 2. Drink. Howard solo edition. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, teaser for in a little bit. I'm going to talk Mortal Kombat. Anyway, uh, Kidder, my second beer of the night, also from the Green Can Experiment, uh, brought to you by Howie Jr. Um, <clears throat> this is from the Goose Island Beer Company. Uh, it is out of uh, Chicago. Yeah, it even says here on the can. Born in Chicago, 1988. It is a juicy bear hug, hazy IPA. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It is 7.3% alcohol by volume. Um, it is a, well, the description it has on here, citrusy haze and juicy waves. So, could be good, and uh, could be bad. We don't know. It was chosen because it was in a green can. Because that's how you should select all your beers, based on the can. Because that, you know, has never gone wrong in the history of this show. <clears throat> I can smell the hops, Kidder. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That is like a hoppy orange juice. That sounds terrible. That. Wow. Kidder, you like froze and went potato mode. So all I got was it sounds tear. That was it. Yeah, even Google censored me from what I had to say. Oh, that is what that tastes like is a hoppy fruit juice. I don't know. That I like that. I'll, um, I'm going to hold off on a rating for a little bit, but right now I'm, I'm leaning pretty hard at like a 2.5. Hmm. Well, um, good things that, uh, we're just going downhill tonight. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, let's see what other wrestling news I watched Monday night raw in about 10 minutes. And then I watched uh, Dynamite in about 14, 15 minutes. And then watched about the first hour of SmackDown and maybe eight minutes. You know, Kidder, if you uh, just gave up on wrestling, you'd have a whole lot of minutes. Well, not really, because you fast forward and everything, but... You'd have at least 30 minutes. So. 
It sounds like uh, an insurance commercial of uh, 10 minutes could save you 20% or or more. Something along those lines. Sanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope for you know interesting things to uh, pop up. And on the WWE side, there hasn't really been a lot. Uh, I've been very invested in the L.A. Night Yeah uh, segments. He's on fire, and I'm very happy for him because he's making some some waves. Good stuff there. Uh, John Cena's back, even though you can't really see him a lot. And, of course, The Rock showed up. And as mentioned Probably last week, uh, I'm sure, you know, movies uh, aren't doing anything, can't do anything legally. And so where can you make a little bit of money? Oh, uh, TV, where you're not affected by the same writer's strike or a Screen Actors Guild strike. So there you go. Which is kind of interesting because, you know, WWE for the longest time has been uh, insistent on hiring screenwriters like that's part of their when they when they hire writers is they want you to have screenwriting experience so interesting that they're not falling into the same union strike but and for all i know they could have some of those people there but uh, other people who aren't eh. well, i haven't really seen a change in writing uh or change in the on-screen type of performance especially with Monday Night Raw was it last week yeah last week being the last of the McMahon era officially but yeah. of course he's still there so yeah. that's not really going to change and uh, WWE side just kind of floating Edge's contract is up. There's speculation because he's been removed from all of the WWE properties, websites, and mention. Uh, There's speculation that he'll go to AEW and team up with Christian for one final tag run or something. Uh, On the AEW side, Christian's been having some fire promos. Really good stuff. Love his promos. Um, Let's see. John Moxley beat Orange Cassidy for the International Championship uh, in Chicago at All Out. And this week was AEW Grand Slam. Excuse me. And Ray Phoenix faced Moxley for the international championship and beat him. Surprisingly enough. Also, to open the show, it was uh, almost called him Cesaro, but the Claudio Castagnoli, the Ring of Honor world champion versus Eddie Kingston who was or is um, a champion of some kind. Uh, I was champion versus champion. 
but not the WWE champion versus champion. It was like winner takes all. Mm. And Eddie Kingston won, which is kind of surprising. Also, first time ever, Chris Jericho and uh, uh, Sammy Guevara. And I think Jericho won, maybe... Maybe Sammy won. I was fast forwarding, but uh, the uh, giant heel turn at the end from Sammy kneeing Jericho in the balls and then one of the wrestling world's most hated individuals came out, Don Callis. And uh, appears that Sammy has joined the Callus family. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, Jade Cargill is done with AEW and should be showing up at the Performance Center anytime. And apparently, once she gets trained on WWE policies, she will be going straight to the main roster. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. So there's your wrestling news. Pretty much. Unless you have something else that um, you've heard or think of. Nope. Nope. And I think we even covered some of that last week. Maybe. Probably, yeah. It's hard to say. It's still uh, showing up in the dirt sheets. It's still speculation. So, you know, we want to cover it. Make sure that... We have everything covered, and we are at the tip of the breaking news four weeks after it happens. That's right. Beer, Blues, and BS, the most relevant podcast on the internet. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, relevant, Kidder, uh, freshly out, now playable, is MK1. Mortal Kombat 1 is out. It's in the wild. People are playing it. Uh, and I took some time this week uh, while I was eating dinner, mostly uh, alone in the Chateau Interpretive Center at night. Uh, I, I watched, because uh, of course people have already put it together, uh, the cutscenes of the story mode so that I could see what the story was for MK1. And uh, I'm going to give a bit of a spoiler free review here. And I'll, I'll put it this way it was interesting. The whole premise uh coming off of uh mk11 was that this was a new era we had a new person crafting it and you had lu kang crafting his era and and such and really what this is is this story is kind of a mystery because you have lu kang's era and somebody some mysterious force is interfering and changing some of the destinies that Liu Kang has set in motion, and they're trying to figure out who. Uh, I will say, Kidder, the first two-thirds, pretty solid um, storytelling. A few little like things that I could sit and nitpick on. Um, it took a little bit to get used to because you kind of had characters in different roles and situations than where they've been before because it's a reboot. They don't have to hold on to really anything from the past um but it i will say it felt it felt really kind of uh small 
at the beginning because uh, the last few games like the threat level has been up to like here so this was more of like bringing it down uh, if I have a single gripe about like the first two thirds of the story, it was the reason behind the Mortal Kombat tournament was kind of weak because it really kind of came down to we have Earthrealm, we have Outworld, we're fighting this tournament, this Mortal Kombat tournament, because if Earth loses, there's some people in Outworld who will think we're weak and might try to start something. That was a little kind of like. <sighs> Would you also say that uh, for a good majority of this, that evolution is a mystery? Uh, not really. Not yeah. really. Hmm. Um, I, I would not say that. Okay. But uh, carry on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, at about the two thirds mark, it's like they realized, oh, great. Our threat level has not been as great, so we're just going to just, like, go from, like, here and crank it all the way up to, like, 40. And it gets really kind of almost stupid at the end. So, because it, it, as I said, it goes from this kind of nice, tight, small, rounded story to all of a sudden, like, and now it's a pop apocalyptic. Um, Escalated quickly. Yeah, and that kind of, and I, I've been seeing a lot of other people who have been reacting to it, and that's almost the same criticism that they have. Like the first two thirds, excellent. They do a really great job. Uh, even uh, shining some new light on some real classic characters and actually making them interesting and sympathetic and so, some really kind of cool things. There's some really good chapters in the story. But the last two thirds is weird. Uh, so overall, it's interesting. I don't know how I totally feel about it. It might take a second watch through. But, you know, it is like four hours long to watch all of the storyline. So in cutscenes. Hmm. So, I mean, it's not like I have all the time in the world to watch four hours. No such. Um, one thing I do want to point out, though, Kidder, a, a little bit of a rant from me. Because watching this, I got like, huh, I'm curious if anybody has done like a video essay analytics of the story of Mortal Kombat at all. Just looking for somebody, somebody who's got a good eye, maybe doing a nice breakdown, talking about interesting themes, things like that. And I started looking for it. And I came across one YouTuber and it, it, I watched some of his stuff and it drove me nuts because it's very clear that he like... He loves Mortal Kombat, but once Mortal Kombat got bought by Warner Brothers and NetherRealm Studios took over, this guy has not been happy with anything. And like all of his videos are just like him, like angrily yelling at, you know, stuff, you know, <laughs> about basically everything from Mortal Kombat 9 through Mortal Kombat 11. Like he, I, I have yet to hear him say anything good about any of them and i just it, it's sad because i'm like this is the guy who you know this is like one of the few people i found who are doing like actual kind of anything on the analytical side of this and it's just him being upset because and i i, I kid you not it's like you changed my character 
I'm not happy with how you portrayed my character. This whole thing sucks. You know, it it would be like I it nah, that's not really the best example. <laughs> um, I was gonna say it, it'd be like. Oh, well, here, here, here's an example. I am sure, uh, I don't know the actor, you can fill me in, who is now portraying Spock on Strange New Worlds. Ethan Peck. Ethan Peck. Uh, I, I know you said when you were talking to Big D how uh, Ethan Peck, is, he's not really playing off of uh, Zachary Quinto or... Um, Leonard Nimoy. Thank you. For yep. some reason, I wanted to say leslie nielsen but i knew that was wrong (laughs) (laughs) howard is tired and uh, anyway but like he didn't really like feel like he was beholden to those portrayals he felt like he could add a little new to the character but it's like if you saw that and you went they changed spock so strange new worlds is terrible some people do say that (laughs) and but it's that. It's like the fact that you make a slight change that also is like, this is terrible. The whole thing's awful. These guys are terrible. They should never, they should take away Star Trek from them. They shouldn't be making Star Trek anymore. I, I just, it's, it's a little annoying. Yeah. So, my little rant so otherwise uh besides the whole uh mortal combat uh kidder i found myself watching um the youtube channel of a gentleman by the name of louis scott vargas uh he is a hall of famer for playing a game that you and i used to play together magic the gathering and I have been watching him uh, play. He during the pandemic he started uh, streaming himself playing uh, on Magic Online and Magic Arena. I've been watching him because it's, you know me. I love the craft of things. I like watching incredibly intelligent people exercising what they are good at, and uh, it's just fascinating to watch. Like somebody who has made a living playing Magic the Gathering, like draft a deck on here. So picking the cards and watching as he, he and he describes like it is almost like the constant stream of consciousness as he's doing it. And he'll go, well, this card is better than this card. If I take this, I can hope that maybe I get this, this or this. Oh, look, that came around. Okay, I can take this card because this card will wheel around the draft group because people are going to most likely take this card, this card, this card, and this card, and then watching him play. And it's it's just been fascinating to watch. Like I just love watching his mind work and seeing even when he plays the game, how he thinks through everything. It's just kind of really kind of cool. And it, it got me inspired to... Uh, <clears throat> Maybe pick up a little something. So allow me to open this live on the air. Or, you know, because now we're doing unboxings. That's that's the, the true thing. Welcome to the Triple B unboxing. 
That's right. Triple B now stands for boxes, barrels, and bourbon. Maybe I don't know. Oh, that's a nice box. Uh, I'm gonna have to take and very carefully slice the tape. One moment, while I try not to cut myself. So, <clears throat> Kidder, I got a little, uh, you know, a little inspired, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, you know, Magic the Gathering has been doing some interesting things as of late, and I just haven't uh, really. Uh, been in a position to pick up some, but I, I went out and I uh, I tracked down and purchased a couple of specialty cards that have come out because, uh, I mean, who could pass up on owning the magic card version of Godzilla? Yeah, there goes Tokyo, but they didn't just know. do one version of Godzilla. They they maybe have done. A couple different versions of Godzilla, and one uh, they didn't get the rights for it. But uh, Kolga the Titan uh, Ape, and uh, I mean that is a clear reference to another famous large movie monster whose poster may be on my floor behind me. Uh, so I had to pick those up <clears throat> because. I'm a big fan of kaiju, and uh, you know most of those were like a buck or two. Uh, but but then Kidder, they also did uh, Magic: The Gathering. Wizards of the Coast has done a, they have a, a special set that they do called Secret Lair, where they tend to do things that also again not normally in Magic, and uh, they did one, and I was like, oof, there's a part of me that's like, yes, I need this, but I wasn't going to pay what they wanted to pay for special or for Secret Lair. So I figured I'd wait for it. Uh, but Kinder, they actually did a set of uh, Magic the Gathering cards based on Street Fighter. So we have Zangief, Ryu, Ken, Guile, Ihanda, Solemn, Chun-Li, and my all-time favorite, Blanca. Uh, I had to pick up those just because, again, it's a cross of two of my favorite worlds of Street Fighter and Magic the Gathering. And uh, also, Kidder, just because I could not resist and I thought you would get a kick out of it. Um, mm. I got the Shark Typhoon, a.k.a. Sharknado. Those were waiting for me when I got home tonight. So, very nice. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Magic the Gathering, unless you magically have more cards to tap, no, I know. Okay, well, you need to see this then. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen any ads or anything for it. But yes, it's Magic the Gathering, Doctor Who. Not going to lie, Kidder, 
I saw this many months ago and mm-hmm. have already um, pre-ordered mm. the commander sets mm. or it. So, and I was, I was waiting until they showed up Kidder, Cause I, I, I did mean to bring this topic up once they arrived. I didn't realize how long the pre-order would be. Mm-hmm. I was going to be like, Kidder, we used to play magic. Maybe this would get you back into the game. And I was going to then show you that I had Doctor Who magic, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You talking about it, uh, reminded me that this, uh, had been around. And so I just pulled it up and I'm like, oh, okay. And whatever. So pre-order, uh, at your store or Amazon. So I went over here and pulled it up and I went, that is too wibbly wobbly wallet draining for me. So even though you get all four of the commander decks, the evil deck, the blast from the past deck, the timey wimey deck and the paradox power deck each 100 card deck contains two traditional foil legendary cards and 98 non-foil cards that i am sorry is too much even that's just a glorious just a glorious card right there and I bet it's a foil as well. And I mean, this this one looks really good for you, as as you are very much a that uh, fan of the Fourth Doctor. I mean, this is just weird. Like, not a fan. Sorry. Like we've talked about. Well, maybe we haven't really talked about it, but the Thirteenth Doctor just got hosed i feel so um yeah i mean that's kind of cool too because you get the the double-sided tokens you get a life tracker a deck box the sample packs a rare or mythic rare card and then holy crap even the freaking booster packs are 23 dollars the booster well, packs from Magic used to be like three or four dollars. So, so let me tell you, Kidder, uh, Magic has changed since we used to used to play. And if you notice, that's not just a booster pack; that is a Doctor Who collector booster. And so, collector boosters. Uh, do not necessarily contain commons nor uncommons. They tend to only be rares and mythics. So that's why they are at a higher uh, price tag is because Mm. of that. So that is why that is the way it is. But I will say a standard booster pack or a set booster uh, will now run you about six bucks to to get into. So magic has gotten uh, just incredibly expensive to play, um, which is why I really like haven't gotten into it. And truthfully, for all of the cards that I showed, I went to a spot where you could just buy the singles, and most of them. 
because these ones were very special, they were a couple of bucks a card. Um, but if you go to those right places, you can find cards for pretty cheap. So that's what I would tell you. But it is, it has gotten to be incredibly expensive, my friend. Um, I'm kind of glad that we're not playing on a regular basis, but I will tell you, this is why I have already pre-ordered the Doctor Who Commander set. And I was going to say, Kinder, maybe, just maybe, if you're up for it, we should do a Triple B Magic Doctor Who game. You v. me. It's Commander. Technically, you usually play with four players. Maybe we recruit the local geek. He used to play Magic. Uh, we would just need a fourth to play. But I have ordered all four decks. When they get here, we could totally do that. So I, I, I put that up there as something we could do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that way, Kidder, you don't have to buy the cards. Well, it may be too late because uh, I'm going to at least buy the 60th anniversary David Tennant, 10th Doctor one because I need to. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a choice. Uh, right? Oh, well, it's I mean, easier if I do that, right? I, I was going to say, you could just wait till they come out and probably get just that card for a whole lot less, but. Yeah, but then I don't have like the whole deck and then it doesn't make sense when I play with the entire drawer full of classic magic. Yeah. And then the card itself will probably be like $600 and then I'll never find it. And, you know, just one problem after another. I, I don't know that you'll have that much problem finding that one. It's not like the one ring that they did with the Lord of the Rings set. I don't know if you've, you've heard of this. They, they did one of these universe beyond with Lord of the Rings. And one of the cards is the one ring to rule them all. They did a single printing. And I mean a single card printed in the uh, Mordor script of, you know, instead of your normal English text. And they, they put it out in a random booster pack for somebody to find. A gentleman found it. He immediately sold it for $2 million to none other than Post Malone. So Posty has gotten the one ring. So just let you know. But well, Kinder, when maybe when your deck comes in and my four decks come in, I will still have to sleeve them up, give them an old playthrough, and, uh, you know, relive the good old days where we'd sit and play magic. So. So according to this, right now, the 10th Doctor card by itself, a pre-sale would be $15 as a near mint foil. Yeah. But prices change. Um, mm-hmm. But $15 for one or 
66 for a hundred. Mm. That is true. And there's probably, I mean, truthfully, Keter, not that you're in like the card selling market, but I mean, most of their commander products, uh, they usually put in, you know, stuff. Um, they do a lot of reprints of classic cards, but with like, in this case, it will be with like a Doctor Who theme to them and like Doctor Who art to them. And uh, some of those, because they are classics and because they are common in modern, can actually fetch a, a fairly good price in the market. So, you know, but that's up to you if you want to split it. But I mean, Commander is a different game than than the classic Magic the Gathering. I don't know how hmm. familiar you are with Commander. I guess um, I'm not. Hmm. So, uh, for those who maybe don't know, and I'll try and keep it simple, uh, Commander, also known as Elder ha or EDH, Elder Dragon, um, what the H stands for, I think it's Highlands, uh, is a game variation where you play with a 100-card deck. Uh, in it, you can, in that 100-card deck, besides for basic lands... Every card has to have its own different and individual name. So when you bought that deck of 100 cards, Kidder, the majority of it are different. It's not like you get four copies of something. It's each card is a different card, except for your basic lands. That's the only thing that uh, you're allowed to have multiples of. Uh, you start with 40 life instead of the usual 20. It's usually played as four player. You have a commander. That commander starts off the game in the command zone. And you can cast him to your board. If your commander gets destroyed, he does not just go to your graveyard or to exile. He returns back to the command zone, and you can recast him, but at a cost of two additional mana for every time that you do that. And it's, again, then it falls kind of into your regular magic uh, where it's last person standing. The thing that makes it interesting is a lot of times with commander, uh, you're playing with cards that will affect multiple players and can have bigger effects so it tends to be a much more casual version of magic so look out everybody howard's gonna try and get kidder to play uh play some some magic maybe we'll even record it maybe it'll be on this channel i mean that probably be better i mean you never know could be fun. I mean, I know you probably still have your old decks in order. Mine, I think, have been broken apart. But I would, if you would, if you would agree to it, Kidder, I would maybe find the time, dig through my boxes, rebuild my old ping deck that I had in high school, and uh, we we could we could play a rematch of the high school decks. I still have my decks put together right over here in fact <clears throat> and mm -hmm. i just um spent that money so uh for those of you watching and if you've made it to this point number one thank you uh number two now we need some more money please so we can pay our bills for 
the next month. Thanks. By the way, it's like 120 bucks a month for us to do this, so it would be awesome if you could help us out. <laughs> Buy us some beers, please. Yeah. No, I'd have to, as I said, I'd have to assemble mine. I know where all the cards are. I just separate. Because I never had, like, I didn't have, like, the classic, like, decks that you guys had because... The way I got into magic, my brother had a friend who got into magic, but his mom was really strict about the card art. So she would not let him keep any of the red or black cards. She she thought that those were just just not appropriate for him. And so that's what I had was all of his uh, red and black cards that he gave to my brother. My brother kind of was into magic, but not quite as much. And so I always had, like, the weirdest, awful, like, if you could call it a deck, deck. And I remember some of the guys that we used to play with in high school were, like, very diehard into Magic. And they were always kind of surprised at the deck I played because it was just like, well, this is just the cards I have. Deal with it. (laughs) So I'm stalling because Kidder's now digging through his... Box. Well, well, I was I was looking, and uh, yeah, it's true. You're like these, these are my cards, and I can still beat you. Um, but uh, aside from that, um, all of mine are are right are right here, and I was trying to find where they were because I have them. Um, together you know like my my white deck and my green deck and my red deck but uh, i think they're under a bunch of singles mm. yeah when's when's the last time you played magic kidder would have been like 2016 17 mm. maybe that's fairly recent i'm kind of surprised at that played a full game Got smoked, but played a full game. Interesting. Um, man, that's probably about the last time I played a game. Was a was about that same time. Yeah, 2016, 2017. Something like that. Yeah. I'm I'm really hating having these earbuds and having them be this short. Very frustrating. Here's my my D20. Yep, the old spin down die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my limited edition Rio playing cards. Also good for dancing on the sand. Could be. Only if her name is Rio, <laughs> and she's from the Rio Grande. Ah. One of those episodes. How about uh, the the House of Blues playing cards, huh? Nice. They're the uh, clear plastics. Yeah. Nice. Very very cool. Yeah. uh, My my last opponent, you'll get a kick out of this, Kidder. My last opponent uh, was none other than a gentleman that we have trolled on the show before. Hmm. I did battle against Lane. Oh. 
and I smoked him. <laughs> he was playing a uh, a strong red black aggro deck. I was playing a deck that I lovingly named uh, Graveyard Ping Pong. It, uh, it featured my classic strategy of really cheap creatures that I play for one and build up, but also as he killed them and put them in the graveyard, it just made me stronger. I love it. it. Oh, he, he was quite frustrated by it. <laughs> Here so. is uh, my red-white red deck, and here's my white deck. They were... Uh, Almost stuck together because of the rubber bands. Didn't want to uh, get let you some go. Deck boxes, man. Guess I know well, what I'm getting you for Christmas. I, I mean, the whole thing is the deck box. Like, <laughs> don't I, I, listen. Uh, uh, spoilers. You're getting deck boxes for Christmas. The uh, the funny thing is, everybody would always give me crap. Like, why do you have like a 600 card deck? Because I can. Because <laughs> I'm going to play all the magics. I, I want I want enough magic that I don't run out of magic. I forgot that you played massive decks. Yeah. Because I never wanted to be that guy that ran out of cards. <laughs> uh, you, you remember these? The basic instruction comedy? Comedy skits? Hmm. Not really, but... Oh. Uh, here's here's one that's uh, actually... Given enough time and patience, even the most glaring flaws can grow on you. And every member of Picard's bridge crew at some point led an armed attack against the Federation, including Picard. And this ship's mental health counselor who, in case you never noticed, was the craziest person on the ship. Everyone knew Troy was crazy. Everyone that is, except Riker. Was that supposed to be funny? Uh, there's part four about uh, long-running TV series and comic strips and gratuitous abuse on one character for a cheap laugh and no, that's stupid, shut up, and then yeah, caps locks. Um, I don't know where the other one is, but it's like a phaser going off and something. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what do we got. Uh, what do we got here? Ah, I think this might be my fire deck. Ooh, it's one hot deck. Mm-hmm. And I see my green deck down there. Yep, yep. There's my it's my fire deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back to me now. The decks are aligning. Yeah, I think we I think we gotta do this. I think we gotta you know. I'll I'll tell you what, kidder. I'll even put on the Hawaii a Hawaiian shirt. You grab your yellow coat. <laughs> I don't know if I want to wear that inside. 
I'm already getting warm. Ah, you can come over. We'll play it in the cave. It's always chilly down here. Ah. Do we have enough cameras for that? Ah, well, I maybe, possibly. It's question. Ah, my black deck with my black protectors. Do you need? Do you need some more of those? I got. I got. I got. I got. I mean, I could probably switch out the rest of these. That probably would be helpful. And the rubber band is, oops, peeling apart. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, man, you're making me just dig out, like, everything. This is, uh, this is, uh, I, you know, I didn't know how well bringing up Magic the Gathering was going to go, but uh, this is kind of a trip down memory lane. I kind of wish I had my set here and I could... Start pulling together your Howard's classic ping deck. For those who maybe aren't familiar with Magic the Gathering, uh, to ping something, it usually meant that you had a creature that like only did like one damage. And usually those were very cheap and you could get them out. My deck being mostly creatures that only did one damage, the kind of thing was it would, would constantly grow and you know each turn I could play a new creature and eventually... Oh no, this green deck just exploded. Explosive growth. Oh man. <laughs> you ever play 152 card pickup? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, that was always my strategy was if I could ping you to death before because the guys that we played with were so hardcore, they were like setting up like a combo. So like you knew they weren't gonna win until like round ten. That was if they could get all their pieces of their combo and just sit and chip away at their health constantly. I didn't win a lot, but it was still kind of fun to see like me just constantly playing this and like, why? Why are you playing that? What? This is the stupidest deck. It's like, it's what I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Just making sure I don't roll over any. Because, you know, with my luck, especially today, it would probably be the one that I like, and it's a foil. Yeah. I never really what? cared so much about the foils. That was never my thing, I guess you could say. And, and I have uh, this... Wow, that's a that's a nice deck box. I forget how it opens. That's a nice magic the puzzle deck box. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, there. There you go. <laughs> pretty pretty good collection there, good sir. Yep, that's um, about um, the light of day that they've seen in the past twenty years. <laughs> well, and this this made it to college and back. See, and I I didn't take any of the cards to college, and I didn't play anybody then. 
Like I, I played in high school, then we went to college, and then I didn't really pick it up again. And I've just kind of like, my collection is bigger, but that's because every now and then, like I will buy a pack. Or there have been a couple of sets that they put out where I've really liked the theming, like Innistrad, which was all horror themed, Theros, which was all like Greek mythology themed. But yeah, I haven't really played. As I said, it was, I think, uh, yeah, Lane was my first opponent since like high school. So almost, almost 20 years later. I was just glad I won. I would have felt really bad if I lost to Lane. But I beat him. Good times. Good times. So, Kinner, I have a don't do that segment for us. I didn't even know I was muted. I'm talking and it muted me again. Oh. like, what the crap? I said, that's what Lane gets because he doesn't watch our shows anymore. He doesn't like our episodes. He doesn't bring us comments. Like, what the hell, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just had to share that little little piece. No, no it's good. It's good. It's good. So, uh, yeah. A, a fun little don't do that segment, Kidder. Don't do this. Uh, as you know, I'm living in Medora, and uh, every Monday night, or well, Tuesday nights now, uh, my schedule has switched a little bit. Uh, after work, I run into Dickinson, and I fill up my tank of gas, so I have gas to get home, and don't have to stop, because when it's when it's Friday and I get to go home, I'm going home. Uh, anyway, I was in Walmart this week, and I was I was hungry. I, I didn't really want to wait to get back to Medora to, to cook dinner. I was like, I'm gonna buy myself a snack. I I want uh, you know maybe something like chips, just something I can eat while I drive back. And I saw Titter from Doritos. They had a smoky queso like snack stick, hmm. and I was intrigued. I was like, woohoo! Now this was part of their Dynamite brand. It might even be Dynastics. I forget. It was something, but I, I'm I'm thinking like okay, smoky queso. I like that. A little bit of heat, I can handle that. Kidder, don't eat these things. They are terrible. Terrible tasting. Terrible spicy. It's like the first first one that you have, the first bite that you have. Like it is definitely smoky queso. But then that like artificial spice taste comes through and it burns your tongue and then you don't taste anything else Hmm. so after that first little bit all you get is that artificial spice taste and then a burning tongue i maybe ate like 10 or 12 of them and then i was like i'm I'm done i'm not even gonna finish this bag i actually threw it out tonight as i was (laughs) i stopped at a rest area because i'm like oh these are terrible so, I mean, you might as well, especially if they're garbage. I, just, it's just put them where they belong. Yeah, so people don't do that. Don't don't get those things. I don't like I can enjoy spicy, but I want flavorful spicy. 
like if it was a if it, if it was really just like like that smoky queso and just a, a nice hint of spice you know even if it was on the hotter side i would have been okay with that but it was that just the fact that like great all i'm tasting is artificial spice it you know it was almost metallic it was just like ugh. i can't even enjoy the smoky queso that was present in the first bite right i just oh i was i was very disappointed so i mean i'm disappointed for you and i wasn't even there i know i mean i i so doritos if you want to make a spicy queso like chip or a smoky queso chip and, and leave off the artificial spice crap just you can do that please that'd be good i'd love to try it but yeah the artificial spice was yeah oh look kidder's got some foils hey look what i found just a couple uh oh my gosh are you kidding me did you just drop all your cards again and it it just tipped over even though nothing touched it just the air so it's a bird soldier and a soul catcher uh there and a tangle wire artifact with uh, copyright 2001 and 2000. So here, let me, uh, I'm just curious. So I'm pulling up a site here. Yes. So what, what, what was one of them? It was a tripwire. Okay. That is an old uh, set. Tripwire. That's like uh, at least a dollar and three cent card. Oh, man. And that's not even with like the foil. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, there was that one. And then what was your other one? Soul Catcher is the, the name. And then I found another one in my uh, green deck. Well, that one seems to be closer to like the 59 cent range. Hmm. And again, I, I'm not looking at the foils. Oh, well, wait, there's two foils. Hmm. Oh, well, depending on which version you got, <laughs> uh, one of them is like $10. The other one is like $1.59. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, let's see. This is the... Uh, that one kidder looks to be five dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow! Or not rich. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm rich. Yeah. Enjoy. <clears throat> uh, I have. I got a couple uh, foil ones in my my green deck. My forest deck. Ernum Gin. It. Uh, Seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, I have a rocks and a thorn elemental. I got. I had a couple foils from the day. I guess. See the rocks. Because this has now become. Power <laughs> looking up. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is an app out there called uh, Delver Lens where you can just like scan the card and it will mm. uh, 
just give you the like price and such. Also, it's a great way to um, view your collection. Uh, your rocks is a dollar seventy nine as a foil. Hmm. And uh, the thorn elemental. We're just switching over to foils. Take a guess, Kidder. Take a guess. Twenty nine cents. Exactly twenty nine cents. Wow. Big winner on that one. Thank you. I'm glad I can win. Yeah, something. And, and uh, on that, finally, a happy note for Kidder. Kidder. Uh, we've been talking for quite a while, and uh, Howard, sleep good, please. And to do that, that means uh, we got to hit the old cheap plugs. You know, we got to pay mm-hmm. for the show somehow. Well, hopefully with uh, lots of people helping us out by going to streamlabs.com slash BS and subscribing monthly, just a couple dollars a month can help feed us starving podcast hosts or feed our need for magic, I guess. I'm also curious now as to uh, what I wanted to do or how i could do it uh to actually put these two planes foil cards i guess the artifact is just three mana so that one can go wherever but uh this one is a one planes card and i don't remember which deck that was uh probably this one yeah it's that one yeah solved (laughs) <laughs> um I'm gonna start putting stuff places, whatever. Uh so again, streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. You can set a monthly subscription, and really we're not asking for much. I mean, hey, if you want to help us out, sponsor the show every month. Fantastic. We're looking for minimum 120 bucks. So that would be that would be super awesome. Of you, and we would very much one million percent appreciate it. Also at streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS, there is a merch store. You can join us on there, buy some sweet merch. There's t-shirts, aprons, swimsuits, pint glasses, and much more. Again, beer blues BS slash streamlabs. I had that all backwards, but uh, maybe we'll get that figured out on our website, beerbluesbs.com. That's our main website. And uh, like I said, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Otherwise, we are all over the place, all the audio platforms. We are on Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDB, Player FM, and Podbean. If you have an audio podcast source that you love listening to podcasts on and you finally finally found us somehow, well, subscribe when you open up your app to whatever audio platform you listen to podcasts on. Search for Beer, Blues, and BS because guarantee that we are there. Also, well love for you to join us on youtube if you're listening to this you can watch the video version on youtube for free please give us a thumbs up please smash that sub button and help us by sharing this video and our channel 
because sharing is caring and we love for you to help us share the message of the show with everybody else. Just getting together, having some fun, talking some random things like magic cards that I haven't moved or rearranged in almost 10 years, maybe eight. But um, yeah, appreciate you being here for this episode. Other than that, the main merch store is on Beer Blues and BS's website, beerbluesbs.com. Lots of great stuff there, too, including the T-shirts, the pint glasses, sweatshirts, yoga pants, shower curtains, shower mats, pet mats. Lots of cool stuff on there. Backpacks, even. Even a Howard's Cave of Wonder uh, uh, little zip bag so you can put like your, your crayons in and markers and paintbrushes and all kinds of whatever you want. Beerbluesbs.com. Just click on merch. And again, that leads us to wishing that you would buy us a beer, maybe buy us a round. It's on there. We'd appreciate it. Beerbluesbs.com. So, Howard, I think I hit pretty much all of them for now. <sighs> Any closing thoughts? Uh, just that, uh, you know, this has been uh, this has been good. This has been slightly therapeutic to get to talk to you, Kidder. Uh, it's probably been one of the best parts of my week. And I say that only because I haven't seen my kids yet. Uh, so, for now, until tomorrow morning when they uh, wake me up. Best part of the week so far. Always great to talk to you. Yeah. And uh, well, one, one day, Kidder, we will have the the classic matchup, Kidder versus Howard, Magic the Gathering, shenanigans. Maybe even, as I said, local geek will want to get in on this too. Open invitation geek. Bring it. I say that. He's going to whoop us both. <laughs> if he's even got cards yet, I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but we'll just end up having to see. So, uh, I suppose we'll just wrap this thing up. Let's get it over with. It's uh, one and done. He's Howard Blues, and I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thank you for joining us for this and every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember, there's some free beer tomorrow. Keep your glass at least half full, and we will catch you on down that half-sorted, colored deck sort of Tuscan highway. We'll sort this thing out and see you on the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. <clears throat> Testing <clears throat> 3821 5309.
I didn't know this was going to be a test. I'll go with C. A test of the triple B broadcasting system. Well, we know that that's going to fail. That's why we got to test it. <laughs> How is Mr. Kidder doing this evening? That good, no. huh? You know. <clears throat> I, I don't know. That's why I asked, you know. Oh, but but you do. Do, do I? Inside. Do, do I? Uh, oh, yeah. I just thought that was heartburn from the, you know, Taco John's I eat in Dickinson on my way home. No, that's my life. That's. Now or that's never? Burn. Yes. You're not going to live forever? I, not at this rate. You know, truthfully, I've never understood what Bon Jovi said was in that next line, so I can't even continue the joke, you know? It's a little mumbly when he gets to that next one, so. Are you talking like we're living on a prayer? I... No, that, this was, you know, that's my life. Oh, it's now or never. Yep. I don't want to live forever. Yep. But then what's the next line? Like that, that, that was my question. Like I, I did that joke, but I don't know what the next line is because he always mumbles it a little bit. And with my hearing, it's like, I, I, I... well, what do you think it is? I, I don't even know. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Sounds about right. <clears throat> I just want to live while I'm alive. Oh, that would make sense, yeah. My heart is like an open highway. Like Frankie said, I did it my way. I just want to live while I'm alive. It's my life. Here we go. Sorry. Triple B, the podcast that answers all of your lyrical questions and also does hand puppets. Well, you ready? <laughs> it's really, really a broad term because uh, are we ever really ready for this? Am I ever really ready for this? Am I in a safe place? I do not. I, that I can't tell you, you know. That, don't know how safe your basement is. I mean, you do have a bat left, so. Mm -hmm. 
And you're wearing a Silver Snakes jersey, so. Yeah, so clearly I'm going to win. We already <laughs> know that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that's pretty safe. Uh, 